This is the Community Roundtable, a production of .com Plus, 105.5 FM WNSP, 92.1 The Zoo, 96.5 The Crab, and 92.5 The Soul. Here's Kelly Finley. Good Sunday morning and welcome to the Community Roundtable. I'm Kelly Finley. Always a pleasure to speak with you, especially when I can help you save money, when I can help you avoid scams, when I can help you... Well, actually, it's not me. It's my guests. Um, as I do each Sunday, I have my guests introduce themselves and tell you which organization they're with, and then we get right to the conversation at hand. Good morning. Good morning, Kelly. Thanks so much for having me back. It's always a pleasure. You're like, I think you're my most repeat guest, but there's a reason why you come. We need you. Well, thank you. So <laughs> I am Mondi Donaldson with the Better Business Bureau serving Central and South Alabama, and we have been around here in Mobile for over 50 years and in the state of Alabama as an organization for a hundred years. It's good to have you, but the problem is, is we need you because scammers, as they say, scammers are scamming. And so when you join us each time, you tell us a little bit about what's happening now. We look forward to what could be coming our way and then different ways in which we can protect our personal information. And I love how you roll, Mondi, because you send me a, a long list of things and you say, where do we start? I, I'm just going to go down your list because it's that many things. <laughs> there certainly are. And there's more uh, things coming up on the horizon. And we want to make sure that everybody is aware as, as as be prepared as they come along. All right. So, which what are we talking about first? We're going to talk about payday loans. We've never really talked about that before, okay. but it's a big issue nationally, and it's something that unfortunately came out a whole lot during COVID because so many people were desperate for money, and they ended up making some poor decisions. And a lot of them got scammed. Oh, you know, a lot of times when you hear payday loan, you think about military families. You think about um, our older citizens, people who, they don't need much, they, but they need that bridge to get over. And before you know it, when you add in whopping interest rates, it's a biggie. So what do we need to know about that? That loans? is the big issue. They sign up for things they don't understand. They're in quick need for money. They just sign something, and then they can't keep up the payments. That's mm-hmm. basically it. And military families, we have the Better Business Bureau has a whole program just geared to military families because, unfortunately, because they move so much, they are not familiar with local companies, local rules, local state regulations, and they make quick decisions because perhaps the spouse is deployed and the uh, person at home doesn't know what to do, and they don't ask, and then they make rash decisions same thing with seniors they're not as attuned into the internet and social media and where they can go get help and there again they uh, suffer quite a bit as well Mm -hmm. for those who are listening who maybe are on their way to get a payday loan what do they need to know if i mean because if they've got a bill that needs to be paid and, and they have no one in their family to borrow and they're trying to be the most responsible that they can but they've kind of hit a speed bump right what do they need to know Right. So the first thing they need to know is they need to look at the what finances they do have coming in to see what they really could afford to pay back. So don't sign up for something that you can't afford. So, for instance, you get a loan for $300 and you have to pay it back when you get paid. Mm-hmm. So the two-week pay period comes back and you don't have the money to make that payment. Mm-hmm. So now you owe $350 because that's what the amount of interest is going to be on 300 and then you just get further and further behind, and the, the the fees go higher and higher, and then you're way in too deep over your head. 
And and sadly, that's what they want you to do, so that you're constantly having to pay them back. That's right. So the Better Business Bureau nationally had $117,000 complaints against payday loans last year. Mm. From 2019 to 2022, in the state of Alabama, the uh, Attorney General's office has had 90 complaints, 90 consumer complaints since January, just in the state of Alabama. And and is there a theme to them? Are these places always in a certain part of, I don't know, town? Are they closest to the interstate? Are they closer to the downtown area? I mean, are they just all spread out? They're all spread out. And, and really, there's two things. One, you have to make sure, are they legitimate payday loan or credit companies? Or are they just scamming? Are people just not being able to pay them back because they really can't afford it? Okay. Okay. So these are good uh, tidbits to keep in mind if you find yourself in that situation. Um, are, do you get any type of benefit if you were to go to a payday loan place, um, take out a loan, and then pay it right back? Is there any I, benefit I, to your credit? I think you're okay if you pay it right back. But if you want to check your credit, there are three main credit bureaus, mm-hmm. uh, TransUnion, Experian, um, and so you can go to those and that's if you want to check your credit or see if you're behind, you can go that and you can even actually freeze your credit. So somebody else can't come in and open a loan or something like that in your name. But back to your question a minute ago, you said, what are some things you can do to protect yourself uh, when you go do do a payday loan? So you want to read the fine print and like I said, see if you can actually make that payment. Or you can borrow from a credit union, though you might do a little bit better if you borrow from a credit union. There, there are credit unions all over Mobile and Baldwin counties. And then you can look into some community assistance programs. So you could call 411, mm-hmm. and they can direct you to the community agency in your area that may be able to help you with certain types of loans. You know, it seems 411 has so many different um, branches to it, if it were a tree. So many different branches, and I would never even think to call 411. But that that, that may it, help someone. It's a great resource. And um, I know in Mobile County, they're all tied into the United Way of, of for Southwest Alabama. Yes, yes. So I'm sure that's the same way in some of your other surrounding counties as well. Mm-hmm. So it's a great resource. If you really don't know where to go, you can call 411. All right. So remember that. And we'll, we'll continue to mention that throughout our chat this morning. 411. Those are your uh, magical numbers right there. Okay. So what are, where are we going next, Mondi? Okay. So um, the next thing I want to talk about is... Um, I want to talk about Medicare scams because that is on the horizon right away because the enrollment period is in October. So does Medicare, is that enrollment period, the does it overlap the other enrollment period for people who want to switch their insurance? It's all the same. It's all the same. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good to know. So right. that starts on October 15th. Okay. So I just want to get that out on the horizon because you are already seeing the deluge. Anybody over 65 is already seeing the deluge of mail. The TV advertisements with Dino Might and Joe Namath are going to be on your on every TV for the next couple of months and plus a lot of other folks. Yeah. But they do you have to be very careful and this is it's a very complicated process it's hard to know which is the best plan for you well especially when you see who used to be childhood stars they're now um you know older and they're saying trust me you can trust me you've seen me for years i wouldn't be signing off on this if i didn't believe it um and so that might alone 
help somebody to say, well, that must be where I need to call. Right. And that's how these scammers actually get to people. They, they develop a little trust. Mm-hmm. And so you're right. Exactly. But you've got there again, you want to read the fine print. And if people start calling you saying they're a Medicare representative or they make a Medicare advisor, if they're using words like that, you just hang up immediately. Because let me tell you, Medicare will not be calling you. Oh, that's good to hear you say that. I, If I can throw in my two cents, I would say to them, you know what, can I put you on hold real fast? Matter of fact, give me your phone number and I'll call you back. That's a great one. I'd like to speak to your supervisor. <laughs> yes. And what, what office are you located in? Right. Right. See, that's something they don't want to give you a number. And and here's this is how they get. I mean, really slick. They um, if you have caller ID, like old school or your phone, it'll it'll have your same area code. So you think it's a local number. Right. And sometimes you might even get a call. They might even it might actually say Medicare something, but they would just fit this phishing. Basically, you know, they're using some a word that it sounds similar to Medicare and Mm -hmm. you think it's official. But it is not. The government, the IRS, Medicare, none of them will ever call you. So I love the fact that you always have these tips. And this this one is about tips to avoid open enrollment scams. Your first one, be wary of anyone who contacts you unsolicited. Like you said, healthcare.gov and Medicare, they do provide legitimate help with figuring out which plan is right for you. These people are called navigators or assisters. Okay, so remember those words, navigators or assisters. They're not allowed to charge for their help help if someone asks you for payment just as Mondi said it is a scam good it's good to i think it's good to hear you just lay it out like that because sometimes people use certain words and you go well that must be real or i can trust that or oh they're familiar with my area so it, it must be true right but if anybody calls and they're asking you for your social security number they're asking you for your medicare number if it was truly them they would already have all that information mm-hmm. You know, I taught my kids because we've lived all in different countries in different states. And so I always told them, first of all, they, they memorized their social security numbers at a very young age. But I said, you never put it down, put X's and you can put the last four digits. And they do that on paperwork and it's never a problem. Because, no, I, you, it, because you think about sometimes a person who's taking your paperwork, they get busy and they leave it right there on the desk. And then the next patient comes to check in and there's your information just sitting there. And so you're opening yourself up to get have your credit just ruined. Uh, actually, I was going to a new doctor and they asked for that information this week. And I'm like, no, I'm not. You don't need that anymore, mm-hmm. period. Anyway, nope. there's no need to. Right. And and if they don't know what, well, guess what? I'm here to teach you. <laughs> That's right, because I'm not putting it down. No, how about you give me yours? That's right. Well, a couple other tips, Kelly, is you know, beware of free gifts or free health screenings. Mm -hmm. That is a big one as well, because there again, they're just trying to lure you in, and then they'll say, "Well, let me let me get a little more information about you." There's very few instances when you get a free lunch or a free gift when it's really free because they want something for me. Yeah, and you know it's hard to sometimes um, delineate between the two because I know recently um, the federal government has offered um, free COVID tests, the test kits, and so you can get up to eight per household, and you have to order it, and and it kept saying free, 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 and go to this site, and it it. it I mean, it's easy to be leery, but you got to read the small print. You have to understand the difference between .org and .gov. Well, and I'm glad you brought that up because if you have any questions, you can go to the official website of that government agency, whether it's FEMA, whether it's um, the Federal Trade Commission, mm-hmm. SEC, whoever it might be. Go to the, their website. Don't be... Don't be clicking on things you get on your phone. Don't be clicking on things that you get in your email. 
go to the government agency and they have complaint lines and helplines, just like you said. But and it's funny because if you're used to using your desktop, let's say, and then you hop on a link on your phone, your screen's a little different. And sometimes those pop-up ads get you and you try to hit the X, but really you're opening up something and it takes you down a rabbit hole. And you and you don't even realize that you left a legitimate place and now you're somewhere, who knows who's running that um, website, and they're asking for this personal information, which Mondi has told you, do not give it to them. That's period. right. And, and they're also getting access to your information on your phone or your mm-hmm. iPad or your laptop or whatever you might be using. And it's too, in some cases, it could be too late. And it's so scary because, you know, we have talked openly about what happened here. Um, you know, obviously, um, the Sound of Mobile has four stations, 92 Zoo, WNSP, the Soul and the Crab. And so we were hacked. And the amount of information that was taken, I mean, it was mind boggling. And, you know, many um, of these people who are hacking are trying to hold your, your items for ransom. And so wrapped up in there, can be all your personal information too. And so the information highway is beautiful when it works, <laughs> but when it gets a jam, it's a problem. Right. And one other um, scam they've used is sending you an email acting like they're your employer, saying mm-hmm. it's time to update your health records. Uh-huh. Or our Medicare is coming mm-hmm. up and we need you to help you. Before you can keep going, we need for you to update your own health records. Mm-hmm. Or let me tell you more about the different policies that are coming up. So before you click on anything that you think is from your employer, go back to your HR department. Or if it's a very small business, go to the owner of that business and say, did you really send this? Because this doesn't look right to me. Yeah, that's great advice. Um, our next one. Um, it, oh, one more thing about health screenings. Um, don't don't be swayed by them saying they're going to give you free gifts um, for your quote unquote health screenings that never exist. Um, you know, a lot of times, um, some people may instead ask for not your social security number, but your Medicare ID number. What is that, Mondi? It's just like your social security number. It's a little red, white, and blue card, very similar, but the, they now tell you not to carry that with you anymore. For a long time, it had your social security number on it as well, but not anymore. Mm-hmm. But uh, you should never be carrying that in your wallet, just like you should never be carrying your social security number with you. That's right. Um, so if you go to the doctor's office and you, that's your insurance, so you have to show that. So if you're just going for that, then you put it in your wallet and you bring it right back. Cause, and even in some medical groups, you can upload that information before you even go to that particular uh, medical group or hospital. Mm-hmm. So that's the best way because it's in your house, you're uploading it. But if you have to take it out, take it out, bring it right back and put it in your safe place. Good advice. All right, continuing on with our list, guard your government-issued numbers. And that, of course, includes what we just mentioned, Medicare ID number, Social Security number, health plan info, or banking information. Guard that from anyone you don't know. Why? I mean, it sounds pretty obvious, but banking information, do you mean your entire checkbook or do you mean a debit card, a credit card, or all of the above? All all of the above. Mm -hmm. You know, we tell people not to use debit cards. Uh, We really encourage the use of credit cards when making payments because if there's any chance of getting any money back, if you have been schemed, you have a better chance if it's your your credit card. Yeah. um, People, it's just like... um, a couple of months ago, many people got a text in the middle of the night saying your Regents Bank account, something has happened to your Regents Bank account. And I use that because everybody I know got that particular uh, text. Well, people who didn't even have Regents accounts 
were getting that text, and it would say, click here. So they're thinking, well, let me click to tell them, no, I don't have an account. But by the time you've clicked, it's too late. It's too late. Wow. They're mm-hmm. getting they're getting awfully uh, crafty. Yes, like they are. They are. And um, I speak in the communities a lot, and um, I've heard, particularly in the senior centers, where sometimes they'll get a text from somebody. They say that's their cousin. They say that's their friend. They want to tell them a gr- about a great. This is the, I've heard this twice, a couple of times in Mobile. Uh, fed, we want to give you a federal grant, mm-hmm. and, but it says it's their cousin or it says they're, it's their preacher, and it's neither. It's just somebody pretending to be their cousin. And, and I know we're, we're focusing on the older generation, but I can't tell you how many times I've received. It's it's like a fun game now, as weird as it sounds. How many times I get a direct message of someone who'll say, hey, um, you know, if you want $5,000, all you have to do is just send me your phone number. You know, and I go, I play along with them and everything and I screenshot everything. And then I'll say, you know, give me your number and I'll call you. And they, and they stop responding. Then all of a sudden they remove themselves from the group. Yes. I think the last time I was here, <laughs> you get, sent me a long yes. uh, Snapchat, I mean a chat. Mm-hmm. On, a on direct s- message. Yep. Right away. But, but you are tuned in and why we are here. One of the reasons the Better Business Bureau is all over the state of Alabama is to Warn people about things and also encourage people to go to businesses that do promote trust in the marketplace. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of you being out in the public, I know since we last chatted, I was able to um, attend one of your, not seminar, because seminar sounds stuffy. It was fun. Um, one of your chats in Sarah Land, and you teamed up with Dorothy at AARP and really sh- show you um, shared some sage advice. And it was really good to hear and see your audience that was diverse because you had different ages and you could see people nodding and taking notes and you gave away great prizes too so thank yes, you yes we did and i believe you won <laughs> one <laughs> we had some great door prizes yes but you have but you have speakers that come in from across the state to really help people understand what's going on right and we just did one in the city of montgomery um two weeks ago during the day and now we're going to do another one in montgomery at night as well because we're going to different audiences that helps because sometimes you see this great seminar coming your way and you think, but I can't take off for lunch or I can't, I can't miss this meeting, but having the, the evening option helps. How can people keep up with where um, various seminars are happening across the state? What's your website? Um, BBB.org slash CSAL. Um, we, we do these all over the state and I'm out talking all over Mobile and Bowie County quite a bit. So look at, Look at your senior centers. Look at your public libraries. Um, different. If you're a member of a civic club, you, I might be coming there. And if you want me to come speak to your group, just contact me at bbb.org, and I'll see what I can do to be there for you. I love that. And, again, I know we're talking more toward our seniors, but I tell you what, our young people really can benefit from what you're saying because you don't want to find yourself as a senior battling this because you your, your information was compromised. Do you go speak with high schools? I do. I have, actually, I've done a middle school since I last really? spoke to you. And there was actually a little 12-year-old in that middle school in Baldwin County who had been scammed because he bought a Lego set and he didn't get what he thought, or he thought he was getting a Lego set. And there was another young man who was probably 14, and he thought he was buying the latest Nike Mm-hmm. shoes and they were just knockoffs and he paid some absorbent price and every student there had ordered online 
in this, I've spoke to the whole middle school. Everybody raised their hand that they had ordered online. And I said, guess where the number one, where the, all the scams were in t- 2021? It was online shopping. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and you know what? That's why they need that parental supervision. Because even though they have their Amazon cards, even though they have their own money, um, they're not looking for the obvious. They're looking just at the product. They're not looking around and seeing how it says ship from a whole nother country and will take 22 months to get here. They just see this great deal. Right. And I th- the other thing is high school students and, and as they go on to college, you're seeing financial aid scams and apartment scams and things like that. Mm-hmm. And as you know, as the mother of a college student, you're yes. starting to see you know, you're having to fill out forms and mm-hmm. look for things from an office that you've never had to deal with before. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm, I am that mom where I call and I ask questions and I get people's names that I speak with and I ask for their customer service number so that in case we get disconnected, I can always call them back. You do the best you can, but we, I think if you haven't had this happen to you, unfortunately, it probably will. It's just how do you handle it? How do you stay on top of it? Because you work too hard. I always say this. You work too hard for your money to have someone who just refuses to get a job come in and take your stuff mm-hmm. and it it's don't, th- don't think it can't happen to you because right. it can happen like you said it happened to your whole your whole business here mm-hmm. so. yeah and we've been in business for a few years okay so back to our list and if you're just tuning in you're listening to Mondi donaldson she's one of our faves she's with the better business bureau giving us more information on what we need to know um, um coming up to the end of our list, you say go directly to official websites, medicare.gov, healthcare.gov, or your employer's health insurance provider. And, and a reminder, don't click on links in suspicious messages. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Okay. And then contact your employer directly, which you've already mentioned, but it, it, it bears repeating again because I honestly wouldn't think of that first. You might think to, do, to, to contact three or four other entities, but contact your employer directly. Well, Kelly, as you know, so many people are working, still working from home. So they're not in an environment where they're sitting next door, next to their, to the people they've been sitting next to for all these years, Mm -hmm. or they've been hired even virtually not in an office. So you have to be careful and you have to contact your person, your HR boss, whoever handles the payroll, the health benefits. Talk, call to them directly. Yeah, it makes sense. And and then what happens once you do that, then your boss may reach out to other people and say, has this happened to you? Because sometimes pride and embarrassment gets in the way, right? Absolutely. And that's what I we, we always call the people that report scams the heroes, because if they don't start speaking up, it's going to keep happening. And it could happen to any, like I said, anybody. Mm-hmm. Coming up, Mondi, I love, this is one of my faves, um, Shred Day, Eastern Shore Chamber Shred Day. If you've never been to a Shred Day, this is such a safe way to get rid of your confidential documents, things that you've been holding on for so many years, but you don't want to just throw in the trash. Tell us about uh, upcoming Shred Day. Okay, so this is our second time to go over to the Eastern Shore. We'll be over there on Friday, October 7th at Tractor Supply Company on Highway 98. But what we want people to bring are their old bank statements, their old medical records, their old... um, Here's the one that everybody, this happens to every person. They get credit card offers. You get them every day in the mail. Don't be throwing that in your Mm-mm. own trash. Mm-mm. You bring it to Shred Day. You don't want somebody opening up a credit card in your name. Yeah, because unfortunately, there are such scammers where they pay people to go through people's garbage. And if you, if that information is sitting there wide open 
you didn't even bother to rip it up. Well, believe it or not, people steal things out of mailboxes these uh, days still. That, uh, that too. That too. Or intercept emails because sometimes credit card offers, as I'm noticing, they come in an email and say, hey, if you follow this link, you know, you can, you can know in seconds if this card is for you. And sometimes they also send a link via text message. Um it's 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 a lot. It's, it's exhaustive. Well, we like to say shred it so you won't regret it. There you go. That's a nice motto. I like that. <laughs> what date is that? That is Friday, October the seventh, from nine to twelve. Okay. Um, it's a paper only. Two bags or two boxes in a fifty-pound limit. So we really want people to get there as early as they can because we've had such a tremendous response. And when the truck's full, the truck's full. Right. Can't so pack any more in there. That's right. So even though they're and we're shredding on site, which is very important. People want to. They don't want to just put it on the curb and hope that it goes to the shredding company. We will have the shredding on site. Mm-hmm. Um, we're partnering with Gilmore Shredding this year and a couple of other. But the Chamber of Commerce of the Eastern Shore is so behind this project and really wants to bring this and make it successful for the people on the Eastern Shore to come. Those are my people right there. I'm a proud board member for sure. So it's always exciting when I get to link up with you in a whole other capacity. Location, Amanda, give that as well, please. So that's the Tractor Supply Company. Mm -hmm. It's in Daphne on the main road, US 98, 851 US Highway 98. It's basically a car. If you know where the Target is in Daphne, it's in that general area. <laughs> yes. Uh, across from da- uh, the Target and the police station. So it's mm-hmm. right on the road. You'll come right off. We'll have a big blinking a highway sign saying, turn here. You'll stay in your car, which is another plus. You just yes. stay in your car. Very safe. Pop your trunk. We'll take it out. We'll empty your boxes, and you're on your way within a matter of minutes. But only paper. Only paper and only two boxes or two bags. Good stuff. All right. So if they've missed any of these, um, this information, any of these tidbits, any of these amazing nuggets of information, the best way to follow up with you is bbb.org slash CSAL, or you can call me on our 800 number, 800-824-5274, 800-824-5274. Our office is right on Government Street, right by the tunnel. So if you want to just drop by or you want to file a complaint against a business or have any questions whatsoever, we're there every day. If they do file a complaint, is it all anonymous? No. <laughs> okay, okay. So say you uh, have dealt with a company, a roofing company, mm-hmm. and they did not do the work they were supposed to do. You paid them all the money up front. They haven't shown back up. You know, what do you do? So you contact us, and then we are your advocate. Gotcha. Because they've stopped taking your phone calls. They're tired of hearing from you. They don't want their... They don't want bad customer reviews. They don't want their ratings to go down. They they respond. So we have a complaint department. You're assigned a case number. We are your advocate going forward, and they have X number of days to answer their complaint. Mm-hmm. And I had somebody actually from my church come up to me and said, he said, thank you so much for helping me. The owner of the roof company was not aware that there was a problem. So whoever they had, whoever his daughter had been de- dealing with was not the appropriate person and it was taken care of right away look at that Mondi. i appreciate you answering that last second question because it just dawned on me like bing but yes you are a per- you are our advocate that's right and and how much does that cost us to reach out to free you? free free <laughs> our favorite word around these parts thank you ma'am for joining us i do appreciate you <laughs> great information i always love being here with you all right i know you'll come back again yes 
Okay, deal. If you, um, you know, have more questions, of course, Mondi has given you the information as to how you can follow up. And again, go directly to our websites if you're not quite sure and definitely reach out to her at the BBB. She is a uh, source of wonderful knowledge and a great person uh, here in the community. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the Community Roundtable. Keep it tuned to the Soundmobile Station. Coming up next is 251 Now with Kelly Finley. You've been listening to the Community Roundtable, a production of .com Plus, 105.5 FM WNSP, 92.1 The Zoo, 96.5 The Crab, and 92.5 The Soul. Tune in next Sunday at 7 a.m. for another edition of the Community Roundtable on the Sound of Mobile.